what's up, what's up, what's up. Hope all is well. Hope everybody's doing good. Um, hope you are enjoying your summer. So, this episode, um, I feel like it's going to have to get... I'm going to have to readdress some things because I am recording this and it is April 16th. Um, I'm planning out some content and things, so you probably won't get this until like June. Um, maybe even July. More so July. Yeah, July. Um, and I did this on purpose. So, I'm currently going through some things and I'm all over the place. And just two days ago, um, I had a conversation with my cousin and a friend letting them know like what I need. And the conversation isn't the conversation that I normally have with people. Um, I'm the type of person like when I go through things, one I need one or two things from you. I need you to be around me, oblivious to the fact that I have something going on and I truly need your energy and your great vibes. Or I'm, I'm going through something and I just need to cry. I am not a crier. Um, so more often than people know, um, I'm going through something or something's bothering me and I'm just not speaking about it. Um, and I had, obviously my cousin's been my cousin forever. Um, but my friend, we've became friends about junior year of high school. Um, and since junior year of high school, mind you, I graduated high school in 2015. So that was like 2014, 2013. Um. Junior year of high school, she from until now she's never seen me cry. Um, and the other day, she called me, and she was like, "Hey, Nye, what are you up to?" And I was actually in New York, um, doing some doing. I was leaving an event for school, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm like, I'm on Sixth Ave. I'm walking back to Lexington to take the train from Grand Central to home." She was like, "All right, well, like, do you have a minute to talk?" And I'm like, yeah, like, the way she sounds, like, the tone of her voice and everything, I just, I just knew, y'all. I knew that this was some, like, this was going to be a really uplifting conversation. And I genuinely needed an uplifting conversation because a lot was weighing on my mind. Um, and I'm like, friend, let's talk. You know, like, that refreshing conversation after a long day of work is what I really needed. So we're talking and the conversation goes left field because... She needs to dump. And I let her dump. Um, and I really don't say much on the phone. I'm very quiet. And she's she kept saying to me, are you there? Are you there? And when I would say, yeah, she proceeded to talk. And in that moment, I was like, damn, like, I'm not a silent person when we're on the phone. If you call me to talk about something, um, I'd be quiet if, you, if you're venting. Um... But when you're telling me a story, I'm a very active and avid listener when you tell me stories. If you can see the way I tell you guys stories from my story times, I listen to stories. Like, if you if you reel me in, I'm listening. Um, and this person normally does that. And I'm just like, uh-huh, yep, very quiet. Um, and she just did not, she wasn't reading the room. I let it go. Um, on the phone from the time, so it was like a 15 minute walk from Sixth Ave, well where I was on Sixth Ave to Grand Central, and then 
from the time I got on the train at Grand Central all the way until I got to Darien, Connecticut, we were on the phone. And it was a dry-ass conversation, but she did not realize. Um, in that moment, I knew that my friend needed me, and I was there for her. But it was also like, I just didn't have the capacity to take anybody else's dumping. And um, I didn't really know how to like address it in the moment because I needed her to get that off her chest, whatever it was, because I don't ever want to be the reason why you can't vent. Um, but I just could I'm like, what the fuck she called me for this for? Like, I'm always a person that people call to vent to. I don't have too many people I could vent to. Um, and the next day I called her. So now this is two days ago. I call her and I say, how you doing? She's like, oh, I'm okay. I'm like, do you have the emotional capacity for me to dump on you right now and she's like you've never asked me before wow what's up and I'm like I've also never vented to you before think about it I've never dumped on you before think about it and she was like yo you're right and she's like well I'm here for you first like what's up and I was like are you here for me because I asked permission or if I would have called you and just dumped would you have here for me she probably she said I probably wouldn't have been able to handle it um because you're so strong I just I'm just so used to you um handling it on your own and just being there I don't realize that you ever go through anything I'm telling you guys this because I need people to understand that your strong friends go through shit too um sometimes your strong friend is a religious friend who um, would much rather go to God in prayer about things than to vent their friends. And sometimes that's what it is for me. Sometimes, um, and it's not to say that my friends aren't on my level, because they are. We're just meeting each other at different areas of life. But there are certain things, when I call my friends, and I talk to them about things that's, that's bothering me, or things that are happening in my life, they say, I'm not there yet in life, so I can't help you. But I'm sorry you're going through that, friend. And that's such a slap in the face. Um, because I'm such a friend who's like, if you come to me and say, nah, I ain't got not a working light bulb in my house, what do you think I should do? If I don't have light bulbs or have access to go to a store, I'm going to get you some resources. I'm going to Google something and I'm going to sit there and figure it out. But again, I can't expect me from other people. But the fact that my friend was not like equipped to handle things that I'm going through because I don't ever vent to her or I don't ever talk or talk to things it was a shock to me. When we talked about it in a little bit more in depth, she said, you know what's crazy? I didn't even realize that you've never come to me with a problem or with a, a, a needing an opportunity. She said, I didn't even realize that. And I'm like, there are times where I sit here and smile in y'all faces and I be going through it. And she began to say, well, closed mouths don't get fed. You don't ask. You just emotionally dump on me. And I'm at a point right now where I am absolutely tired of it. I am not in a season where I could... I can't be the strong friend this time around. I can't be the friend that y'all are going to, going to for advice. I can't. And I'm purposely recording this with the... This particular episode is going to go in hand with another episode. And I'm doing this like this on purpose because I feel like 
a lot of times when I go through things, I've been isolating, especially with the podcast. Like, I'll go MIA on y'all for a couple of months. And, um, it just ain't what needs to be. And I wasn't in the place to record all of those. The segment with Ryan, Jacob, and Leonard, I wasn't in a place to do it, but I understood the need and I pressed my way through and I did what I needed to do and I loved every aspect of it. Um, I wasn't necessarily ready to do that, but I did. Um, I made sure that I was, you know, keeping my word to my listeners and making sure that black men had a space and could come to me and talk about whatever it is that we needed to talk about, but I was just not in the place. And I did all of that. To make sure that I stood my ground, you know? So, I'm like, in a sense, documenting what I'm doing right now to get back to myself. Um, I'm creating content, slowly but surely. Um, which is why um, I just did a calendar for the remainder of this month and all of next month. Which is why I'm saying like this probably won't come out until end of June, beginning of July. Or maybe even mid-July. I don't know, but I just did a calendar with some content and we're making things work. So we're plugging in dates, we're making some things happen. Um, I also have the fundraiser for 100 Girls Leading. I have the banquet for 100 Girls Leading. Like I have a lot happening in my life that um, is one, adding to me having so much going on in my life and adding to these emotions that I'm feeling, but also is so scary. And I need to take care of my mental health more than ever. And I'm going through the motions and I'm documenting certain things. So this episode is a piece of my documenting, my documentation of what's happening. So I'm currently at a hotel by myself. I needed a moment to like just breathe and be me. Now, there are times when I'm home by myself, but I truly needed a moment where I could just lay here and not have to worry about anything. I don't have to hear anybody's bickering. I don't have to um, have the music obviously there are rules here but like I really just wanted to lay here with the music on without having to be bothered without having to make sure that I could hear that something's not happening to a kid without being cognizant of anything like I just needed to be here and and, and be one with music and I'm able to do that um I encourage it I also just you know sometimes you need to be away from your environment and I've recently figured out that um there are some things that have been um bothering me I don't know how to handle them yet but I'm working on it I've been able to pinpoint them which is a step because I feel like I've had this and it's been since about February and I kind of know where part of it is coming from but I don't know where the other part of it is coming from I know how to um I mean I just feel like I've been so how can I say this not necessarily snappy, but like I've not been the most patient person with people, and it's certain environments that just trigger for me, and I'm I'm able to pinpoint some of the places, but I can't pinpoint some of the others. But I'm realizing that there are places that do this to me immediately, and then there are other places who I don't want to say they don't. It's not immediate, but it's like something happened and it triggers me, and I'm like, oh hell no, uh, uh-uh. what the hell is this? Um. But it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm not trying to figure out. Just trying to figure out, like, how to figure it out. And I think for me, one of the things is, like, I'm so used to being, like, okay. Um, I'm using these this little description for you to understand how things are. 
a lot of the problems I'm like okay this lamp needs to be higher than this lamp in order for it to work that's how some of the problems are in my life that I get and I'm not it's not to say that it's that simple but that's how easy of a that's how easy I can come to a solution with things like okay if I just do this and this and eliminate this I can do blah 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 but what I'm going through right now I I have no fucking clue <laughs> and I've probably cried myself to sleep in the last three weeks more than I've cried myself to sleep as an infant. And that should tell you something. Um, I'm not an emotional person, but I have been crying behind closed doors. Um, simply because. I need to cry. And that's the only emotion that would... that, And it's a temporary release for me to cry in this current part of life that I'm in. Um, I have some really great people around me. But I will say, I'm also questioning some of those people, the way they're, they're sitting with me. Um, some people who are old friends, and I'm like, are you... Should I be in your life right now? Should I not? Should you be in my life right now? Like, I'm baffled. I don't know if we just... I don't want to say if we deserve to be in each other's life, but, like, I just don't know if we're deserving of taking up as much space and, and having as much access as you have in my life. I don't know if that's... I don't know if you still need to be here. There's also some new people who I'm noticing... I don't like certain qualities because it reminds me of some of the qualities that I've seen friends that I've had for a while. And I need to step back from a lot of those things. Um, I'm just like, I really feel like I'm all over the place. And again, I'm going to do an update. I'm going to do an update in like July <laughs> so that y'all could see the growth. Um, Right now, isolating myself and being absolutely by myself and completely away from my... I'm not even... Like, the hotel that I'm in is not even in my town. I'm, I'm out of state. Let me see. <laughs> I'm out of state. Like, I need to be removed completely away from everything that I normally know and just sit my ass in the fucking corner and handle some stuff. Um, It was just a lot for me. It's a lot. I'm trying my best to, like, power through. Um, I am not Okay. And I'm okay with saying that. And I know this is going to get to y'all later in the year. But, like, y'all can say I told y'all what day it was and all that. On this day, nah, I was not okay. And she acknowledged it. Um, and I wrote about it. Like, for me, what do I, in my journal, I wrote a day, I wrote a, a journal entry saying, like, when I am okay, when I am great, when I am perfect, so to speak, like, I am these things. And I was able to show, like, these positive things about me. I'm well-rested. I'm energetic. I am smiling. I, like, and I noticed that about myself. When I'm truly happy, I'm smiling from ear to ear with no, with no reason. I'm just happy to be alive. But this person I am right now, I'm having the hardest time of even smirking at someone. I've been taking my normal pictures, but it's like, I look good as fuck. And I know some people are like, oh, you know, when I don't feel good, I don't look good, da 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 I still feel, as a black woman, I don't have the opportunity to not sweat how I look. I may have my bummy days where I have on shorts and a hoodie, 
but I still have to look put together and shorts in the hoodie. And that's probably just me being super hard on myself and beating up the people with stereotypes, which I probably shouldn't do. But, like, I have to do that for myself. I have to get up and take that extra 30 minutes to do whatever I have to do. Yes, I cut my hair. But I still take that same amount of time to just look good, to look polished. Even when I'm looking a little rough, to still look a little bit more polished. Like, I don't, I just feel like I don't have the opportunity to slack. I truly don't. But, like I said, I'm isolating, I'm journaling, I'm doing, I'm making some content. I'm really happy right now because I'm making content and making a content calendar and, like, talking to some people that will be on the show and who will be on the podcast and, like, getting ideas from them and being able to interact with my followers and be like, what do you need to hear more of? What do you need to see more of? Do you want to see events? And being able to get those things and people be like, yeah, like, bitch, let's have a happy hour somewhere. Like, that is truly making me happy and it's giving me so much motivation and drive. So I appreciate you guys for interacting with me. Again, you won't hear this till later down the line, but I want y'all to know. I appreciate it. Um, I love y'all. Take heed to everything I'm saying in this. Um, your strong friend need someone to be strong for them too your protest your friends that do protest need someone to protest for them too your friends that advocate need someone to advocate for them too your friend who intercedes needs someone to intercede for them too remember all of that i love y'all take heed to everything i'm saying and i'll talk to you soon I probably should listen to that episode before I recorded this one, but I know where it's at. <laughs> but some time ago, in like I think it was April, I have recorded an episode so that I could revisit some things and talk to y'all. This the episode. This is the part of the episode where I revisit and talk. So it is. It's July 1st. Wow, how did I not know that? (laughs) And I'm sitting my little ass down to talk to y'all about some things. So, it's crazy because I I think I said, I'm looking at my notes and I'm pretty sure I said I would release this. I would retouch on this um, in July to just check on myself. I am doing so much better. I feel so much better. Um, I feel like June more so than any other month has been um, one of those eye-opening times for me. I feel like April and May, I was really like in a dark space um, and was just like, God, I need you to, I know God was tired of me. I was like, hey God, it's me again. I need you to reveal some things for me. I need you to remove the front two teeth of my enemy so I know what's going on. And then I woke up one day and everybody had missing teeth except my mom and like some other people and I was like, oh fuck, what's going on? <laughs> Then I was like, God, remove the right eyebrow too so I know it's real. And then I see people losing eyebrows. I was like, oh my God, Jesus. Okay. Then I was like, Lord, if you don't think I should be at this job anymore, please remove me from the job. And then it was like, boom, job opportunity. Lord, if you don't think I should serve in this position anymore, remove me. Boom, pushed out the door. Um, (laughs) And I was praying and praying and praying and praying so much in April and May. And June, I started seeing so much. Um... I don't even know where to start, honestly. And I'm not even going to draw this too much out. I think 
in the last one, I pretty much touched on the conversation I had with my friends. Yes, I talked about something that I talked about with one of my friends. Um, I'm the strong friend of the group, so, like, they don't really check on me in the sense of the way I check on them. Hey, I know today was so-and-so day for you. Like, are you good? How you doing? Those are conversations that I have with my friends. Um, and I had to sit some of them down and, like, talk to them about it. Like, you don't have these conversations with me. You don't advocate for me like this. And why is that? Um, not to say you're not advocating for me and I don't want to be friends with you because you're not advocating for me, but maybe you don't know how to advocate for me. Um, and that was what I was finding out. I was finding out that some of my friends were like, I just let you live your life and do what you need to do because I don't have resources for you the way you have resources for me. Um, my friends also noticed I have a little bit more expensive taste than them. So like, I'm such a weirdo and I buy my friends cards and like random gifts and my friends are like, sometimes I don't have the extra money to buy you a card and a cool cup. Like, as much as I want to, I just can't make that happen. And I was like, oh my god, like, but sometimes I don't need both. You know, sometimes you can just give me the cup. Sometimes you can just give me the card. A pack of sticky notes. A pack of gum. Like, I want to know outside of the text messages that sometimes you're thinking about me. You know? Um... And those conversations went very well. And I had to also explain to my friends, like, I need you to treat, like, help me find solutions the way I need to do them. Not like you would do them because these are solutions for someone else's life, not yours. And being able to have those conversations and, like, truly dig in and, like, I don't know how to say it. Like, To be able to sit with my friends and have these really deep conversations and learn so much about myself in these conversations, but also learn so much about my friends. And my friends being able to learn so much about me was truly helpful. Um, One of my childhood friends who we've been friends since I was like seven, um, she sat down next to me and was like, you know, I heard some things on the podcast and I've talked to you and we've had conversations and I've sat back and I've really thought to myself and she's like, I only seen you cry when your grandpa died. I've never seen you have any like she's like it's always smiles and giggles with you, or unless we like at a protest or something. She's like, no, I've never fucking like wow. And I was like, yeah, I don't say much. She's like, wow, that's crazy. I'm like, yeah. When it comes to my emotions, I don't say much about it, and I it's crazy because I could let you know how I feel. Um. You know, if you walk in the room and you're like, hey, now are you okay? And I'll be like, no, I'm upset. Oh, you want to talk about it? No. I have a very hard time expressing why I'm upset in a manner. Because sometimes for me, it's not even the fact of like, if you push my soda over, I'm not going to be mad about that. If you push my soda over and don't apologize for it, I'm mad at the principal if you didn't apologize for that shit. Um, and a lot of people don't realize that the principal, the principals be everything. But... Um, when it comes to expression, I kind of just lack expression sometimes. It is what it is. Um, also dealing with some things that have happened with a previous relationship of mine. I can't even call it a relationship because we were never officially dating. Um, but it ended and it was very hurtful. It was, it was a lot of layers to it. Um, this is someone who like... Y'all know me. I am. I cut people off for this person. Um, It wasn't about the title. It wasn't about any of that. Like, this was my 
I felt as if this was my person. This is someone, oh my God, I feel like I'm about to cry right now. This is someone who I sat down and said, I, and this is just an example, like, I want to paint the sky pink and white. And this person would sit with me and be like, what color should it be? And when you say you want to do it pink and white, do you want it to like you want the sky itself to be pink and you want the clouds to be white, or you want some reverse type shit? And then I would talk to this person with all this excitement, and like they would get excited about my ideas, just listening to me talk about it. And then they would be like, "So what happened with your pink and blue, your pink and white sky? Like what's going on?" And it, it was such a great. Um, he is an, a he's a great individual. Um, I will sit here and say I love that man. You know who he is. Um, I love him. Absolutely do. A great guy. We just were not meant for each other. And maybe we weren't meant for each other ever. Maybe we weren't meant for each other in these seasons of our life. But um, the way I was treated toward the end is very heartbreaking. Um, especially when, like, I don't think men understand their lack of communication. Um, it's very hurtful. I'm going to say that without trying. I'm about to cry talking about this shit um but it had me thinking oh my gosh why am I getting teary eyed (laughs) um I'm not the type of person to ever question myself or question my worth I'm worth it all and then some um it had me questioning like the way I was doing things like am I doing too much um, there was an age difference, so like, am I moving too fast? Am I moving too slow? Am I making this person feel some type of way? Um, and I kept, in the process of all of this, I kept being reassured, like, it's not you. You're a phenomenal person. You're a great woman. And I really had to open my eyes to some things because there was a point in time before where he told me that I was too good for him. And I, in the moment, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, no, I, like... We're right on track for each other, and I wish I would have listened. It would have saved me some fucking trauma, but that lack of communication that that was there, um, at the moment it was like you're you're too good for me, and I'm like, what are you talking about? No, I'm not. Da, da, da. And it was like I can't explain what I mean, and it became a thing of like throw. I'm such a throw some words at me so I can I can try to form the sentences for you, and um. It was phenomenal. But I was blindsided by myself because I should have taken it as a red flag and bounced. Um, a lot happened with that situation, but like it truly changed my life. And now I feel like I'm sure you people who have me on my personal social media, they see me saying like I'm punching the air because I miss this individual. Like this person was a very big part of my everyday life. I'm about to tell myself. I just fall asleep on the phone with this person. Like, like when we weren't together, because there would be several times, several nights where we would be together, um, and we would plan weekends and things. Like, we, we was on the poppin'. I loved it. Um, and somehow we just grew apart. And I have so many questions for him, because I just want to know why. Like, and just why. I'm not even, I just want to know why. And I probably never, just, I'll never get that answer, those answers from him. I probably don't need it. Probably my better for my best good. Also realizing that sometimes closure is just walking the fuck away from a situation and bouncing back. I'm actively healing from this. I'm not okay with it yet, but I'm a lot better than I am not crying like I was before. Um, 
a little teary-eyed just now talking about it. But, like, I'm able to just bounce back. And I'm getting there bit by bit. Um, I have gone on a date since. And the date was great. However, I did not like how the man ate his chicken. And we're going to see if I'm going to hit him back up. <laughs> well, I have to hit him back up. But, like, we went to get chicken again and he ate wings. And I didn't like how he ate the wings. So, I told Shay, like, if he if he eat wings bad again, I'm going to have to address it. But I don't think it's, it's going to go anywhere. Um, but trying to, like, you know, get back into the swing of things has been hard. Um, when it comes to... I think I mentioned before, like, there were people in my life that I was trying to, like, see if they were meant to be in my life. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Um, there was... I'm I'm gonna do y'all... I'm gonna give y'all a little story time. There was this individual, um... Buffalo Wild Wings. That's what we're gonna call her. Um, Buffalo Wild Wings came into my life and when I met her, um, I'm not trying to be rude about this. I didn't think much of her. I was like, alright, well, I don't give a fuck. I see you, you see me, the fuck. I'm not someone who's like, if I see my friends, I'm like, oh my gosh, Brie, Zelda, so-and-so. Like, <laughs> I'm such a, like, when I see people that are, like, and, and I want to, let me make this clear. When I see people that nurture my soul, who speak life into me, when I see them, like, when I see Zelda, Zelda is someone who I, I recently met. When I see Zelda, I, my my soul gets happy. Like, I, that, she pours into me without hesitation. If I say I need a listening ear, go for it, I'm here. Let's schedule time, I'm here. When I'm going, like, just need a, a laugh, she does, she, I laugh unapologetically and she loves me out loud unapologetically for who I am and she gives me all the energy and love and affection that I need and I absolutely appreciate her so when I'm outside and I see my friend walk by like yes I go crazy but when it's other people like when it's someone new that I'm gonna introduce to I'm I'm not stank but I'm just like hey how you doing (laughs) nice to meet you um and that's the energy that I gave this individual um, as time went on, we bonded on, um, being from, I don't want to say, it wasn't like a walk of life, but we had both spent some time in Jersey and we bonded on that. Like, I was in Hoboken, she was in Parsifany. We talked about it. Like, it was really great. It was Beautiful. And... I loved it. As time went on, I realized that this individual, Buffalo Wild Wings, was always bashing people. Like, oh my gosh, her dress is cheap. She don't got money to buy a new dress. Oh my God, those shoes are from Forever 21. She don't got money to get no Like, and it was, it was like, whoa. As someone who's in the fat, who loves fashion. I wanted to tell her on several occasions, girl, sometimes the $25 pair of heels from Forever 21 lasts you a little bit longer than the $250, the $250 ones that you get from Nordstrom's. Sometimes your $25 heels be more, a lot more comfortable than your $250 heels. 
sometimes people just would rather pay twenty five dollars than two hundred and fifty. Um, I would have small conversations with her. Like I would correct it, but I just didn't see. I didn't have the energy to sit there and go and double her. Um, I stepped back from her around my birthday. Um, she hit me up. She was like, "Oh, I see you with your crew. Y'all had a good time for your birthday. Not that a lie feels the type of way." I let her be known. We just we just started bonding. I can't. <laughs> no, you weren't. That was not the setting for you. Also, no, my friends would shoot her up, which. I mean, as they should. Um, then she started coming to me and talking about her nigga problems. Now, y'all know I love a good tea on some niggas. I ain't gonna lie. If you know that this nigga ain't shit, please tell me. Save me and my homegirls. I'm not the type of person that'll run and tell my friends exactly what happened with a nigga. But I keep things in the back of my mind. So if you tell me Benny, Brian, and Cedric ain't shit, and they did blah, 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 blah. I'm keeping it in the back of my head. And if my friend be like, hey, I went on a date with this man named Cedric, I'm going to be like, wait a minute, girl. He's 6'5 with a gold tooth in the front. He got a line on the side of his head, da 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 And when my friend be like, yeah, what you know about him? Girl, run. Because sister so-and-so done told me about him already. That's how I am. Um, And she was just like, yeah, I went to this one's house and was showing me videos of people's houses and stuff like that. And I'm like, girl, what the fuck? <laughs> like showing me that and it became an issue with me for real for real when she showed me something of someone that she considered her best friend she was like oh yeah this is my childhood friend um but he's broke and I was like oh we all live in the middle of a pandemonium like (laughs) he probably can't he probably can't catch up on his bills like other people could like what's going on with him and she was like no that nigga's broke and I was like oh he need a job? Like, you want me to put in a word for him? And she was like, yeah, put in a word for him because I think I need to get some fucking money. And I'm like, do we have kids? Like, what's... Like, not trying to be funny, but people with kids are really struggling right now. And people without kids is really struggling right now. So if everybody's struggling, it's the economy and the government. It ain't personal people's situation. Like, it's not... Obviously, it's case by case, but... So many people I know are having a rough time right now that it's just what's happening. It's the circumstances of the world. It's not their personal circumstances. And that's what I was trying to get her to see. And I'm like, a single black man with no kids who has his own house, who's struggling to pay bills, is deeper than than what you think it is. And she told me I was wrong. I was like, you don't know him the way I know him, so maybe you shouldn't say anything about it. And I was like, well, actually, and this is when our friendship really started to decline, I was like... You shouldn't have talked about him like that because you called him your best friend. She was like, yeah, but he's just broke. And I let that conversation stay right there. I completely distanced myself from her. Um, We have a mutual friend. And when the mutual friend would have, um, like, you know, you have those times when you randomly FaceTime everybody. And they would be together and they would FaceTime me. And I'd be like, what's up? What's going on? I would have a conversation, but I'll distance myself. Distance myself. Um, We recently seen each other at an event. And I had to just tell her, like, don't come over here telling me somebody's business. Don't come over here calling anybody broke. And for me, the reason why I don't like people getting caught broke is, like, I I don't come from a super rich family, but God has always made a way. But I've been in a predicament with one of my family members where we were all we had. And we had to make it work. We weren't poor. We made it work. We didn't miss any meals. We didn't miss out on anything. But, like, we had to make it work. And the fact that she would 
see something as pure as us making it work for each other. She sees it as an opportunity to like. Although she didn't bash me and my cousin per se, the fact that you wouldn't have a problem with bashing me and my cousin if we were to talk about this was a, was a little weird to me. Um, and I just didn't want to be her friend anymore because I didn't want to. I can't even say we were friends. I didn't want to associate myself with stuff like that anymore. Um, and that's that situation. But I had other situations where people were just weird as fuck. One friend, she was the victim to every situation. She done lost. We was friends for a very short amount of time. She done lost a couple friends. And it's like, girl, if you keep losing friends... This, this, okay, when you keep losing friends, it's one of two things in my head that's happening. Pe- these people are in the same place that they were in when y'all are friends. And you're elevating and you're outgrowing them. Or you're the fucking problem. And I'm realizing that this person did not want to see themselves as the fucking problem. And um, played victim to several, several situations... Situations that happened while I was friends with them or associated with them and situations that happened beforehand. Um, with this particular person, people came to me with screenshots and voice recordings and was like, be careful of her, blah, 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 blah. And I already had in the back of my head this like, like I was on the rocks about her. But once people started coming to me, listen, when motherfuckers come to you with screenshots, you kind of got to be like, eh, okay. Because people was crazy and people got time. People got time on their hands, and people will falsify some screenshots. I've seen it done. I've, I've had one of my girls from a program show me how to fake a screenshot, and I'm scared. Like, who has time to be doing that? Um, but if people, there are people who out there who do it. That scared me. There are also people who just don't give a fuck, right? But when people came to me with videos of how she was acting and of the things that she was saying, I knew that was it right there. I was like, God, thank you for revealing this. And I had to just like chip it up to what it was. This wasn't a good friend. This is not somebody who needs to be in my life. And I hated it. I hated that I had to have just uncomfortable conversations with these grown ass people. And um, people always like, she was just someone who was really trying so hard to play the victim and I just didn't have time and it was just like girl you're not a victim you're immature and I'm thank God for revealing that after me when it did because I would have been hurt if um it would have got anything deeper than what it was and then it would have just it would have just been tragic thank God for revealing things to me um but, like I was saying, like, overall, I feel better. I feel good. I'm isolated again doing this recap because I needed to, like, return back to where I was, my land of, of suspicion, as my friend had called it. Um, and just be like, am I good? Am I am I alright? Like, am I in that good place again? Am I back to smiling unapologetically like I used to? And I'm not there yet, but I've made some progress. And it truly was isolating myself. It was journaling for 10 minutes. It was listening to people's podcasts. I tell you all the time, I don't listen to my own podcast. Um, But it took me to listening to some other podcasts. Um, Going on walks. Talking to my friends. Um, I limit the time now that I talk to my friends. So um, I've been working until about 6, 37 o'clock at night. 
and I will only talk to my friends from the time I'm done with work until about 9.30, and that's it. Um, I haven't been going on Instagram after a certain time either, um, but that truly depends on, like, what's going on. Um, like, for the BT Awards, things like that, I obviously was on, like, super late looking at things, but after 12, I'm like, I'm not going on. I've also been having problems sleeping, which we're... I don't have a solution for that yet, but once I do, I'll relay back to y'all. I just haven't been sleeping. I haven't been feeling like... Like, I'll go to sleep, and then I'll jump up in the middle of my sleep, and then I'm fully awake. Um, Dom was here a couple weeks ago, and I had to, like, go downstairs to tire myself out, and then come back upstairs and go to sleep. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm trying to figure it out. But that's the update, y'all. I think we're going to do a self-care challenge. So maybe I'll put this episode with a self-care challenge. So like Monday, this is what I've been doing. Monday, um, I dedicate Mondays to journaling and like getting my mind right, flushing out what happened from the weekend, setting some goals. Tuesday, I've been doing some exercising. So Tuesdays, I walk the two miles near my house. So I take this very long walk. Wednesday, I'm like cleaning up my room. Um, my room, get, my desk area, my room gets super messy. So I've been cleaning up my room, listening to a podcast, um, an interactive podcast. So not one that's like a video, but a episode, like a podcast has been so good that I could be like, when they're talking to me, I could be like, bitch, yes. <laughs> and I know some of y'all tell me that y'all do this with me. Um, and that's just my style of talking to people and, and, and things of that sort. Um, that's what I've been doing. Well, I think I love, yeah, Wednesday, that's what I do. Thursday, I, like, prep for the weekend, so I'm, like, really trying to, like, sort out where I am. Did I complete goals that I had set for this week? Because we only have one more day left of the week. I do not do anything that is before. I set no goals for the weekend. Um, so, for my Monday to Friday, like, where am I with my goals? Do I need to, like, was this goal realistic? What do I need to do more of? Um, do I need to reprioritize some things and just sit down and like, that's a, that's a part of self-care for me. Like being able to sit down and refocus and regroup. Um, and then on Friday, I make sure that I'm outside shaking ass, shaking titties with a margarita in my hand and doing it with some great people at a great ass restaurant called Grill 2. (laughs) I've been going to Grill 2 faithfully every Friday, every Sunday, pull up on me. Um, on a Friday, I'm usually there after six, um, or after five because I've been getting off early on Fridays. After five on Sunday, you could catch me after three at Grill Two and dress cute. Come and fuck it up with Friday is DJ Blazer, Sunday is DJ Stitchy and Huggy Bear, and I love them. So y'all should love them too. Come have a pasta and go to the bar and ask for Stacy and have her make you a rum punch. Okay, we gonna get it together. We gonna self care rum punch. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do an event. The rum punch care package or something like that. <laughs> but I feel better. I love you guys. I appreciate all of you who've been tuning in. I've noticed that I have some new followers and some new some new listeners. I appreciate you guys so much. Um, for the for the ones that I've noticed that are new, like this is the first time y'all getting in my business. So hopefully I don't scare y'all. Hopefully y'all don't think I'm a psychopath or nothing. Um, but welcome. Please share your feedback if you want anything done. Let me know. We can make it happen. I love y'all. Stay tuned. Thank you.